The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. To stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. Welcome back, friends. It is in this league. It's ITL on Sports Grid Hour 3. It is not Bubba and Bogman. No. It's Bubba and the Welsh. That is what's going on. My boy, Casey Bubba, who's always here in hour three, gets to deal with your boy, the Welsh, Bubba. It is so good to see your face, hear your voice, and get to talk some stuff with you. How goes it, my friend? Same, my friend. It's been a while, so it's good. It's going good. Life is good. And this feels like the old like NWO days. Like I came out and like gave like a stunner to someone, then ripped my shirt mm. off and had it underneath. And it's just like, yep. Peace, Bogman. I'm out. Yes, and I love it. It's like the old Hogan it. stuff. Yeah, it's like yeah. the, the initial one. I love that analogy. That's going, very, very good. Hollywood Hogan now. It's just, it's great. Exactly. I walk like a drunk old man back to the locker room. It's great. Yeah, so like Ric Flair. So you're comparing yourself <laughs> to Ric Flair then. We had a thing for a while because, uh, you know, I have my past with wrestling and stuff. And we had in the uh, our Patreon New Welsh Order, new, new, new Welsh Order. And then we had the Bog Nation of Domination in the ITL that. Army. And that was when people would take factions of who their guy was. So, you know, New Welsh Order for life. Um, it. Now, I know like this is you and Bogman most of the time. So is this the obligatory? Like, do you need to get your golf out? Is there an obligatory <laughs> golf thing that you need to say? Yeah, well, I usually give my update on uh, Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau, but uh, Brooks is uh, out right now, and Bryson, they're both they both took the week off because the playoffs are next week, so they're they're resting up, as they say, because golf so it's a brutal sport. But so Brooks is going to be going is doing the charity tournament against Dave Portnoy, isn't that coming yeah, up here soon? He's playing left handed versus Portnoy, and I believe yeah. two hundred two hundred fifty k for charity. So, you know, I know Barstool ruffles feathers. I get it. But they raise a lot of money for good causes, a lot of money for good causes. So this is one of those moments that'll be a 
pretty fun watching Brooks out there probably whooping Dave's butt, which would be great. Oh, I, well, that's what I was going to say is, do you think Brooks is going to take Portnoy even oh, though yeah. he's left-handed? Because Portnoy acknowledged, he's like, he's like, this might be a little bit of a ringer because he starts he was seeing some swings because Portnoy's lefty. And Brooks, this isn't like, uh, this isn't his first rodeo hitting lefty. So yeah. as much as it might seem more fair, and I'm not sure it looks as fair. You know, we got to go to break. We come back. Look, look at me. I'm talking golf. We talked soccer in the last segment last hour. Talk a little golf here for a second. We've also got some NFL preseason action. Take a look at some box scores, so don't go anywhere. It's Bubba and Welsh. I say Bubba Bogman. It's Bubba and Welsh. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. this league somebody royally forked up somebody forked up why can't i say fork if you're trying to curse you can't hear it's full shirt holy mother forking shirt balls oh yes in this league is on patreon at patreon.com slash itl army if you guys want to sign up for all of the fun stuff we, we talked about it in all the hours you guys don't i mean i'm almost doing the radio reset thing you don't really need to know but go check it out if you want Cool stuff going on. I will tell you one thing uh, that was kind of finalized today is next Friday, once a month, I do these this break. It's a live, it's a two-hour live stream event on our Patreon, and I call it Break This League Night. So in this league, break this league. And we do is it's a three-step thing. I break some cards that people buy into. We do raffles which Bogman won the Wander Franco helmet. Uh, we just gave away. Yeah, I know it's ridiculous. I just had to give it to him the other day too, as he was leaving. I had, I was like, here you go. I'm not going to buy you anything. You won this leave. Yeah. Take it, take it. And then the last, uh, uh, the last one was a Jaron Duran autograph bat that was signed Ooh. in red. It was awesome. And it was his bat That's and everything. Sweet. Sweet. That was the big raffle. And so we do the breaks, the raffles and giveaways. One of the giveaways last um, time. Also, we had a Mick Abel autograph first, uh, first Bowman and Andrew Vaughn card, blah, blah, blah. This one coming up next week, I'm going to have a card portion to it, and we're going to have raffles that are baseball-centric of really cool stuff. But for the first time, in honor of football, we're doing a football break as well. And that is stuff that you can only get involved in if you're on uh, our Patreon. So if you're into cards or memorabilia, autographs of any sort, that's just one other thing that we do. And even if you just like to watch the stuff, those are extra content that we create. So come and check us out, patreon.com slash army. That'll be going on with all of our other ranks and other stuff, and we would love to have you. So it's interesting. I don't have a, I have no knowledge really on golf, though I've you know been around golfers out here in Arizona, and I've been to the um, the Open a couple times. And I remember a vivid memory I have was one of the Phoenix Opens was standing next to Phil Mickelson and him just absolutely 
just shanking a ball just looked like a thousand feet it was it was one of the biggest swings and just cuts that you've ever seen in your life but i do find it interesting brooks kepka is aligned himself in the barstool stuff not for the reason other people find it interesting but i, I think it's great i think it's it's good stuff it's a good charity two hundred fifty thousand dollars going to mm-hmm. it and you got you know portnoy who's a average golfer to you know maybe even below average to a pro playing on the other hand kepka still gotta be like a oh, yeah. four to one favorite versus portnoy right i don't know are there any odds out there i bet barstool sportsbook has it I have not seen it, but I guarantee you Barcelona Sportsbook has it. Like it's it's, it's got to be out there because they're going to make money on it any way they can. And Brooks will be the favorite, no doubt about it. It's funny because for a while, these guys during COVID, some of the best, you'd see them in their simulators at home, like playing left-handed rounds of golf against each other. So they're just athletes that know how to play golf. Like they might not be studs, but they're going to beat Portnoy. So it's going to be very entertaining. And the I best the part about too. it, the best part about it is Brooks will talk trash the whole time. So yeah, well, Portnoy so has said fun. that's going to be his strategy. He is going to yeah. straight up talk trash to him while it's going on. Do you, okay, take a guess real quick at the odds, and then I'll tell you what. It's all over. It's not everywhere. I don't know if FanDuel has it up. I just pulled a random book. I won't mention the book, but I did find odds. Take a guess at what you think the odds are. Brooks is, let's say, six and a half to one. Uh, like, give me the, I mean, I think you're. Plus 650. Minus 650, you said? Oh, oh yeah, minus six fifty. Sorry, Ooh, he's the favorite. You are super close. Minus seven hundred with Portnoy as a plus four hundred underdog. If you wanted to bet that, you you wow. you nailed that. You were really close on that. He's bet. gonna be a favorite. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. That's wild. That's that's ridiculous. So if you guys want to follow that, I'm not sure. I think the date is sometime in November that that's happening. It just again, I don't know anything about golf. I know you guys obligatorily talk about it, but yep. you said Kepka, and I was like, oh, I know that that's yes. going on. Yeah, Brooksy. fun times. Yeah. Brooksy. All right, golf out the window. You know, we were talking soccer. Did you hear we were talking soccer last week and we got um, roped into it again this week? I, I missed that. Bob didn't mention that, but I almost have to go back and listen now because I am. Do you, uh, do you, are you a soccer guy? Okay, this is my like dirty secret. I don't like watch it religiously, but I've learned over the years to respect it. And when I went on our honeymoon to Europe, I, we were in Paris. I made sure we watched a PSG game in person. And that was an electric factory, unlike anything I've ever seen. So like I've I've learned to enjoy it. Like the World Cup, if you get with the right group of people, it's entertaining. But it is what it is, I guess. Ha, have what have you done more? Bet on soccer or watch soccer? <laughs> bet on it. Like when I was when My I was a dirty, point yeah. exactly. The when people that dirty, like dirty soccer DJ, yeah. are the betters. That's <laughs> yes. all. That's all that it's there for. Because most of the European soccer like stadiums, they have legit betting places in the stadiums. It is yeah. wild. <laughs> yes, yes. See, that's my point. That's what I said in the last in hour one or whatever it was. It's like I gamblers are the ones that are like, oh, I like uh, soccer, and I think golf has transcended that a little bit. But gamblers are the that one way. that are up at two in the morning betting on a tennis thing that's happening in Australia. You don't like tennis; you like to gamble. That's what you like to do, and that's what soccer that's is good edge. for in America. In America, other countries love it because they don't embrace NFL football. Baseball might not make sense to them. And I, I think basketball is probably, I mean, I could be wrong about this. Basketball, I think, is the number two worldwide sport after soccer. I think you're pretty close. Yeah. After I think soccer, I think be. basketball is. Yeah. Yeah. What would be, what would be the next closest? Like Bogman would argue, I think he thinks baseball still is. And I no, don't, I think no. basketball is basketball, more universal. Like the European basketball leagues and stuff. There's no European baseball league that is even close to the European basketball league. So it's, it's, I would be shocked if it wasn't basketball. It'd have to be like some really obscure sport that the U.S. doesn't partake in. 
can you name a bunch of soccer players? Uh, Messi, uh, Ronaldo, yeah. <laughs> Neymar. Um, we have uh, used to be Ibranovic, but uh, he's oh, over see, in now. The you're US going now. Yeah, no, there's there's a bunch. Rooney, he's not there anymore. But yeah, there, there's a few. I don't. I'm not like a, an expert though. Yeah, well, you name more. I could have, like I said, I could name Messi, Ronaldo, and I think there's two of those, and I can count that as two. And then Mbappe. That's <laughs> Mbappe, it. And Mbappe yeah. is only because of cards. And three of them are going to play in PSG together now. So that's yeah, I don't know what any of that is. I don't know any of that is. <laughs> my my argument, Bubba, was like also they're like, oh, Messi is just amazing, and he he has 700 goals. And I'm like, how does he have 700 goals? They play 35 games. They're like, oh well, because you got to count and- this league and this league and that league and the other thing and the other thing. And it's like, what are we talking about here? What do you mean? He steps on a soccer field in in Canton. Sits on a soccer field, kicks a goal with no one there, and he's going to get counted for his stats. It's ridiculous. Like there should be a league. That counts all of it. It shouldn't it's count all across the board. FIFA is the governing body of everything. So it's FIFA, kind of is, but why isn't yeah. it all FIFA? Why are there all these other these leagues are being treated like conferences or something? It's all it's all uh, getting ready for the big uh, World Cup every four years, basically. What if Alabama could play in the the SEC and then the Pac-12 and then move over to the Mountain West and they played all year long playing all these conferences and they got counted for all the wins and like, oh, they're, I mean, I'm, I'm, I know I'm pissing soccer if, fans if, off. If they could, if from, they, could they would because they'd make millions of dollars doing it. So, like, but just, see, also, it's my ignorance. It's like this, it, people should respect my ignorance to this when you get all worked <laughs> up about it because ignorant people say dumb things about sports they don't understand and that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm, I'm like, I I don't get that there's like five different leagues that they can play in. All of them count because it's under an umbrella of FIFA, but you couldn't like, I guess what I can tell you exactly where Saquon Barkley plays. He plays in the NFL. I can, I can tell you exactly where Mike Trout plays because he plays in the MLB. Well, a baseball example is the Dominican league doesn't transfer over to your major league baseball stats. There you go. There's your example. Boom. Our summer league does not go to NBA season. So yeah. But, Does anybody really care about Steve Young's like USFL stats? Are people really going to do that? Well, like with Herschel Walker? Trying, you got those people trying to say Warren Moon's the all-time leading passer because of his <laughs> Canadian Football League stats. <laughs> Did you if ever hear the? Case, if that's the case, Kurt Warner is probably the leading passer because of the Arena League. So yeah, exactly. Like yeah, give me the Arena League. That's that's exactly <laughs> my point. I know it's ignorant to the hardcore See, I, soccer. I love fans. this. I love this because usually Bogman's the quiet one and he gets me riled up. We have two of us on the same show, oh, so yeah. it's gonna be very productive. I can tell you. Yeah, <laughs> we just killed the whole segment talking golf and talking <laughs> soccer uh, before we get to the preseason action. But that's exactly my point. But I know it makes people mad across the board. But having all of those leagues and I mean, at the end of the day like a guy averaging a goal per game he's played and all of them is still ridiculous and i i get the whole messy stuff but it doesn't make sense for me and that's and, but that's a me problem that's where like when sports sometimes are not uniformed into like something that makes sense like you know a singular league then i can't process it you know hockey the same thing if guys go play over in russia like we're not counting that there's not the I mean, it's supposed to be like the Hockey Hall of Fame, but like we don't care about that stuff. We care about yeah, the main league and, and soccer lacks that. All right, now when we come back, we will be talking about the preseason action. We had a couple games on Thursday night. No Bogman here for the Steelers, but we are going to break down the Steelers and the Eagles plus the football team played a game, the Washington football team. We'll be back right here on In This League.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey, in this league. Look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Not me. Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. That's not Bogman. That's Bubba. I am Welsh. Find me on Twitter at Is It The Welsh. Bubba, what's that Twitter handle? I always forget the Twitter handle. Oh, it's right there. B D Intrick. That's is what you can find. B D E N T R E K. That's my guy. You know, it's funny. No one would know this. We use this platform called StreamYard, and like I have it nicely set. And like nine out of ten people will just put like their first name, and it's something. And it's like, no, put the whole thing up. And you did that perfectly, but my camera was blocking it, so I didn't see that. So follow him on Twitter. And uh, what's on the pods lately? What, uh, what have you been doing pod wise? Uh, Line Star Pod with Bogman. We got yep. um, I got my golf pod. We talk about the always pressing podcast, but most importantly, the Bench with Bubba podcast. I've been pumping out twice a week for quite a while now. So that's my uh, fantasy baseball podcast that uh, hopefully people listen to. And then I got some written content at Roto Baller and just always doing goofy stuff on Twitter. So follow me there. You'll get all the content. Like I record ITL stuff, it seems like, or at least with one of you guys somewhere along the line almost every day of the week. So just I know. find me in that world. Uh, it's, it's, it's ITL for life. We told, I mean, we told, we told, we had a, we had a talk for a long time ago. I was like, well, you know, if this other site wasn't paying you and stuff, like Bubba, Bubba's the closest thing. Bubba and Pizapia have been the closest thing to like full on like integrated into ITL. And I would not hate it. Uh, I would not yeah, hate it. One whatsoever. day. That's the dream. One day. That is the dream. We, we run the, the world. You gonna come out here for first pitch? We're gonna get you That's, out here. Speaking of baseball, I got it all booked, barring something weird. Like my Great. wife just started a new job, so I'm praying things work out with that, and I will be coming out. So yes, I have it booked up. We are in baseball HQ pitch uh, first pitch conference happening uh, differently this time. The first yep. week of the Arizona Fall League starting up, which is October 13th, is the start of the Fall League, and the 14th is a pitch conference, yep. and uh, all the baseball people are here. Conferencing up uh, games, our famous poker uh, tournament that we played for a long time. We won't be able to. Here's the biggest travesty is uh, Paul Spore can't do Paul Stars. And Paul Stars is a DFS game we play every year. And I won it the first year I played. I was a Paul Stars champion in 2016 or 17 and haven't won it since. And we won't be able to play that. We're going to have to do it in some other capacity or we'll just go to more poker and gambling, degenerate gambling. Well, the the good thing about it is it's going to be like the LCS series going on. So the Giants will be playing somebody, which will be awesome. And then you got the ALCS. So you have four teams still playing real baseball. We'll have the, we'll have the Arizona Folly going on. You'll have NBA in full force. We'll have uh, college football going and crazy. NFL. Like, like degenerates run wild that weekend. Not to mention my birthday's that Saturday. So we're going to party like a school style. 
Let's go. Speaking of NFL back in action with some real good preseason action, let's take a little look. It's a it's an opportunity for us to take a little box score uh, looking. The Pittsburgh Steelers, who came in, and I know a lot of people. This is not this will never be my wheelhouse as Arizona is about to legalize like gambling and DFS and stuff. I mean, maybe I'll get there, but like gambling on preseason in any capacity, whether it's DFS or just gambling, like it's just not something I'll ever do. So it's hilarious when you see this stuff, but Eagles did come in as favorites at, at home. Uh, Moneyline was plus 105 on the Steelers. They won 24 to 16. No Ben Roethlisberger, Dwayne Haskins in 16 of 22, 161 yards and a touchdown. Mason Rudolph was eight for nine though. I know it would give Bogman some anxiety. So some decent quarterback play from uh, the Steeler quarterbacks. Yeah, definitely. I know people, uh, at least the Steelers people, they want to see what Dwayne Haskins has. They said they're going to run him out early in preseason. A lot of people that quote unquote uh, listen to the beat reporters say he's looking great and that there's still something there. And maybe it was just the wrong team, wrong time type deal in Washington. We'll see. But uh, this is a good sign. I know it's an early preseason game, but 16 to 22, no matter what game you're playing, is pretty efficient. And uh, they'll take that for sure. Yeah, pretty effective. Also, uh, I mean, Najee Harris got a couple of carries, so you got to get a little insight. You know, dude, I don't know about you. I'm. I I, I want to go all in on Najee and I I look at the names ahead and I know it's tough, but at the end of the day, God dang, dude, how many more situations are there that have lack of competition plus a team that likes workhorses? Like how many above, like, you know, McCaffrey. Okay. That's number one. Um, Not trying to be dismissive of any of the other guys. Like you would give Barkley that, but Elliot's getting a little bit, you know, like Polly's going to be in there. Kamara's got Latavius Murray. Jonathan Taylor, worst offensive line. Marlon Mack is healthy. Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb, obviously. And A.J. Dillon is going to still spell Aaron Jones. It does, it's not dismissive of any of those guys. But then you look at Najee Harris, and he's it. And you take a look at them loving workhorse. It's so hard to go otherwise. In this game, though, Anthony McFarland did have a score, 9 for 34 on the ground. Jalen Samuels, 10 carries, 45 yards, and a touchdown. So you could make arguments you know, that they're utilizing some of these other guys, but I kind of want to go all in on Najee Harris even more, but I've already got him as like a top 10. I mean, he's a top 10 pick for me in fantasy this year. Top 10 pick or top 10 running back? Uh, no, well, that but that's the key, though, is running back. So we did our okay. top overall. Like, I, I'm completely understanding of Devontae Adams and whatnot, but the way in how I construct teams and when I can, like, I love Adams, and I think from a point-for-point point basis, he is probably worth more than you know, outside outside of the top five running backs, let's say, then you're getting into territory where it's like, well, Adams is so clear cut in his position, but the running back really starts to alter that. If I'm honest with myself about drafting strategy, I want a back in the first round, regardless of the Devonte Adams talent, because look at the talent you get in the second round of wideout. So yeah, Najee Harris is like, I think I got him at 10. Yeah, no, I, I don't blame you. I, I don't know if I have him that, that high, but I am all in with him as well. I just, I think there's people like yourself and maybe others that might have him a little higher than me. So it's gonna be hard for me to get him, but I, I but positionally used to like him. Yeah. I love him. I love the situation. I love the talent. I love the fact, like I'm not saying he's Lev bell, but he's got the skills to be a pass catching back and a workhorse running back that could just rack up fantasy points in a PPR format that I'm with you hundred percent. I think there's a lot to like, like the question would be like Nick Chubb's a monster. Doesn't catch a lot of balls because of cream hunt. Yeah. Would you still have Nick Chubb ahead of Harris? That has been literally my biggest struggle is that one right 
there. Like Chubb's got Nick the floor, Chubb. the safety net. Like you know yeah, what you does. get, barring a dumb injury which you can't foresee. You know what you're getting from Nick Chubb, and it's awesome. But yeah. what Harris can do, like legit, I say Lev Bell, and people think I'm crazy. I could see Lev Bell type production in that offense. I see it. I actually, I'm looking now on my ranks. I actually have Harris at nine at running back. Nine at running back. I have I put him above Aaron Jones. Which, you know, Aaron Jones is a monster, but, you know, you, you got... He's very uh, touchdown dependent, it feels like, lately. He is very touchdown dependent, and you and A.J. Dillon is going to be a guy. He's going to be something this year, and I'm very big on... Uh, we were, you know, earlier in the show, we were doing a lot of props, uh, and you know, as you can tell, like, I had Aaron Rodgers, you know, like, I loved his bets kind of across the board. Uh, most passing yards, most touchdowns, stuff like that. But I do have Chubb one spot ahead. I have Chubb and Najee Harris in the same tier, and it's that exact point, like, I don't like you can easily pick apart how Chubb and Hunt are, are splitting time and Najee Harris is not, but Chubb has such immense floor of what he doesn't what he doesn't need to still be so good outweighs what Harris needs to be elite. Does that make sense how I said that? You know, yeah, like no. Chubb only needs so much to be this elite player because of who he is, even if he's sharing time versus Najee Harris. A lot of stuff has to work out. They do have to commit to the uh, the solo guy. They got to throw him the ball. They got to not bring him out in favor of uh, McFarland and stuff like that. So a lot of things have to work in favor where it really doesn't like Chubb. Chubb's floor is already so freaking high. Yeah, it's awesome. Now, if you're trying to take take a risk, because like if Chubb just started getting a little pass work, like he just goes through the roof, would you have like I know I've heard you and Bogman talk about Barkley, and that's kind of an interesting discussion. How high would you how high would Chubb move for you in your rankings if all of a sudden you, he's getting you know four to five targets a game? Like if do you are you wanting to say like if Kareem Hunt was traded? Yeah, or just or maybe they say maybe they say hey we love this guy we want him to be a three down back and he's gonna be part of the passing game. Uh, I would say this: If first, if Hunt were traded, I would have Nick Chubb probably number four at running back. So maybe three Henry and ahead of Kamara, or where would you? Where I, you I would have, I would for sure have him below McCaffrey and Kamara. Okay. Cook and Chubb, I think, are one A, one B at that point. So he That's would be fair. three or four. That's how high I would be on yeah. Nick Chubb if he were alone. If they just like committed to throwing him a little bit more. That's still speculative unless you're saying like he 100% gets these carry these, these uh, receptions. I would probably move him above Barkley this year if I if I knew that for a fact, just because I, I still think there's questions with Barkley. Bogman has no questions. He's done. Yeah. No yeah, more questions Barkley. anymore. No, yeah, it's over. Yeah, he's all in. You can't convince him otherwise. If love I still doesn't fit. Do. You must have quit. Like that one's done. <laughs> exactly. I, yeah. I would probably put – I mean, where would you put Chubb? Well, I'm with you. And that, like I'd have him probably – Three or four, because like literally the guy's gonna touch the ball twenty plus times a game. On um, and then you throw in four catches possibly, which could up his his uh, touchdown totals as well. I think it's tremendous, and that that brings the next question I had for you then is, and I think they're already very close to each other, but for somehow like you look at uh, Fantasy Pros ADP, Derrick Henry's three, Chubb's nine. Yeah. In reality, they both like I know Henry's gonna carry the ball like twenty five times a game, but in reality, what's really that different between the two? Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm kind of a fade a little bit on Derrick Henry. I mean, the, tough. yeah, I think the big, I mean, you have two things fighting against each other. You've got Derrick Henry in volume, but you have repeatability. You know, how can we just keep every year? Just be like, hey, he's the number one guy. I think yeah. Tennessee has put themselves in a situation with the amount of workload that was on Henry last year and the addition of Julio Jones to set up more play action than ever before and be able to pass more. I kind of think the San Francisco 49ers can do that as well, where Nick Chubb's floor is up there. I agree. Nick Chubb is fine. I, I like where you can get him, 
where I don't particularly like where you have to get Henry. So I would own more shares of Chubb, I think, than I would Derrick Henry at this point. And last I agree. Question, last question I have difference. for you, because I know we have a yeah. break coming up. Najee Harris versus Austin Eckler. How far apart are they? Ooh, um, I've got them. They're in the same tier, so they're not that far apart, but I've got Harris above. Um, I'm just because he's more of a worked up, more of a, a running game specialist compared to just pass only. Yeah, Eckler's exactly. I mean, I love Eckler. Eckler is a dude, but they keep trying to find ways for him to not be the only option where, yeah. um, yeah, maybe he's a little bit safer, but there's just something about the Chargers offense this year with Herbert. Like people are all in on Herbert. And I'm a little bit questionable on the sophomore year. Yeah, and yeah, yeah and, I, and it's a little bit more dicey for me. All right. When we come back, we'll uh, look at the Eagles side of this game and then we'll take a look at the Washington football team versus the Patriots. A little preseason breakdown action right here on In This League and Sports Group. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. can't believe what fell. All your dreams. Yes. Pops down the drain. Let's play some in this league. In this league, it's Bogman. It's not Bogman. <laughs> See, I just couldn't help but do it. It's Welsh and Bubba. Bogman's he's on the road. We're already missing him. It's Bubba and Welsh. I wanted to say Bogman and Bubba, or Bubba and Bogman, as I like to say. Uh, on Twitter at is it the Welsh on Twitter at BDentric. You guys can follow us both and you can check out all the ITL. So you can get a little uh, swag if you want. Go into the In This League store, in this league.fans, pick up some shirts, mugs, hoodies, whatever it is, and rock some ITL in the wild. Maybe you're going to uh, Conroe, Texas, and you want to wear some ITL <laughs> stuff, and you come across Bogman. You go, hey, do you work for the Bogman? And he'll be like, no, I am oh, the Bogman. <laughs> like, this is crazy. And get his autograph and stuff, and and make sure you go talk to him. He loves random people coming up to him and talking to him. So like touching totally, him too. Yes, he likes people touch his ear or something, or grab his arm, like the middle of his arm. Like just yeah. really do stuff like that, and smile and look into his eyes when you do it. It's really good. Look at his eye, touch his face, touch his yeah. cheek, and ask him so about. You love dinner. his beard and pet it real quick. Like it's yeah. really cool stuff. Yeah, do, do like do this to his head. Just like put your hand on his head and be like, "Oh, it's a good bug, man. Oh, it's such a good bug." Where'd all your hair go? He loves baby talk too. It's yes. his favorite thing. Talk yeah. to him like a baby. Like talk down to him. That's his yeah. favorite thing. If you meet him in person, I, that's not I, hard. He's short. No, yeah, exactly. He gets so, he's so <laughs> mad about that. He, he was waiting for me too when we saw each other the other day. He was waiting for me to be like, "Did you grow? Did you get taller?" And I didn't do it, and it probably made him mad. Uh, all right. 
It's uh, Welsh and Bubba. Looking at some of the preseason action, we're looking at the Steelers. Also on the receiving end, we were just talking about the running backs and actually debating uh, Najee Harris. Uh, Deontay Johnson, a couple catches, looked good, three for 41. Juju uh, had three catches for 22, which uh, we will take. Very nice. But on the Eagles side, Joe Flacco, 10 for 17 in there, 178 in the score. He was your leader where Jalen Hurts only had a couple, seven for 37, uh, three for 37, 54 yards passing, had one rush, nothing to really take out of. But uh, Joe Flacco, is he, is he still elite? Boba? Is he still out pre- there? It's preseason elite, that's for sure. And, you know, in the grand scheme of things, we can make fun of him all we want because it's pretty easy to do. But pretty easy. When you have a guy like Jalen Hurts as your quarterback, it's not a bad backup to have. It really is. Yeah. So I think it's a good move. On the running side, they just did not run. I mean, their offense was just, you know, not effective really whatsoever. But they had 11 11 rush attempts total, the Eagles did, in this game. I would have liked to have seen more because Kenny Gainwell is one that I want to see. But he only had two, but he was two for 14 with a nine-yard run, which you'd love to see. Uh, Boston, a.k.a. Bogman Scott, had one carry for four yards. And there was no Miles Sanders, which, you know, take that for what it is. I don't know if I have any takeaway on Kenny Gainwell. I just want to see him get a little bit of the bulk because I'm I'm banking more on him as one of those late additions, even though, Bubba, I am not a Miles Sanders uh, is done truther. I'm not of that camp. I still believe, I think Miles Sanders is incredibly talented and the whole like Kenny Gainwell's in here or Boston Scott is going to take away. I still think Miles Sanders can be underrated this year, but I am trying to hedge a little bit with Kenny Gainwell just in case they do because that's the guy that I want to bank on. Yeah, and, the, and Gainwell's also had four targets or, and two catches on those four targets, so that's a plus sign as well. It shows you what, that's kind of the Miles Sanders role, so you, you fit it in his short run. So if something happens to Miles Sanders, which unfortunately seems to happen yearly, then he could definitely slide in there. But I'm with you. I think Miles Sanders is a very talented running back that's going way too late in drafts at this point in time. Do, do you, um, like, I, it's going to be rectified in the next game. Like, the Eagles can't go through preseason games of having 11 rushing attempts where, no. you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers, I'm not getting, it's not giving me, like, a total. But, I mean, Jalen Samuels had 10 himself. And so, I'm, I mean, like, 18, 28, 30, 38. It looks like, Jesus, like, 43 rush attempts the Steelers had to 11 to the Eagles. They got to fix it. What is it? negatively or positively that like is going to spark you with Kenny Gainwell. If they have 25 carries in the next one and Kenny Gainwell is like the leading rusher, is that going to tell you, Oh, this is the lead back that they're pushing or lead back like behind Miles Sanders. Or are you going to be concerned if you see him only get three or four carries? Cause you can look at it both ways. They could just be resting and getting what they want. But like if a guy like Kenny Gainwell is going to have a real production this year, He's gonna, you're going to have to see him involved in the running game a little bit more. By the way, he was targeted four times in the past game, two catches for 16 yards, which further gets you a little bit more excited. Yeah, definitely. If he can go get us like 10 carries, a few more targets again this next time around, that'd be a, a big plus in the running back two conversation and would make him viable in you know, deeper leagues, best ball type stuff, as all it takes is just one, one slip up and again, we'll kind of have some some major fantasy value. Is he a target at all? Like, are you targeting him Not in any right drafts now. right now? No. no, just because this offense, it seems like, you know, Miles Sanders is the running back one and Jalen Hurts will be the running back two. So that makes it kind of complicated for me, but I could be totally wrong. Uh, Dallas Goddard had a big catch for 34 yards. Love to see it. That's a guy I've been hedging on. Uh, Zach Ertz was involved two for 20, maybe building up that trade value. Jalen Rager, two for 20 as well. There wasn't a lot of like positive offense on the Eagle side as the Steelers took that in some of that early preseason action. Now the Steelers two and zero in the preseason. So go Bogman. The other game 
was the Washington football team dropping to the New England Patriots. The Patriots were uh, 140 on the money line, plus 120 for Washington. So Patriots just paying out all over the board. And some takeaways here. There's like, oh, a big one that I'm kind of excited to talk about. Uh, and it's not at the quarterback position. Cam Newton came in four for seven, 49 yards. Mac Jones, 13 of 19 for 87 yards in what truly could be a quarterback competition. Let's stop there for a second. Is that a true quarterback competition to you, uh, this whole Mac Jones versus Cam Newton? Or do you think this is Cam Newton's job to like really lose, really, really lose? Because Joe Pizapia, I don't mean to talk over the question I just asked you. Joe Pizapia came on our football podcast, the ITL Fantasy Football Podcast, a couple weeks ago and said, a bold prediction of his is Mac Jones would start for the Patriots in week one. And I feel like he might want to backtrack from that right now. Yeah, Newton's going to have to lose this. I, I think they want Mac Jones in there sooner than later, but we got to realize Newton's still not like the worst quarterback in the league. He showed signs of very good production last year, got COVID, never really was the same after that. Um, if he comes out after a couple of weeks and looks bad, you'll get some Mac Jones, but we're going to see Cam Newton week one. I think it's going to be the same thing, and whether for better or for worse. Now, here's the one that gets me excited. Someone in our early mock draft episodes that I was drafting all over the board, and I halted on with some of, with the negative stuff. That, I'm forgetting the coach's name, but they were asking about Ramondre Stevenson, and they were just like, you know, uh, what's good about Ramondre right now? And it's like, that he's here. Like, what does he need to work on? And he went, everything. Like, negative. Everything down on Ramondre Stevenson. They've already got Damian Williams anointed, but they still have Sony Michelle. Ramondre Stevenson, 10 carries for 127 yards and two touchdowns in this broken 91-yarder, yet still averaged just around four yards per carry with the rest of them. I think the math, yeah, math would roughly work. It's like nine carries over 30 or 40 yards more. Ramondre Stevenson with two scores, big carries. Sony Michelle was six for 26. If Ramondre Stevenson is successful, what it will allow this team to do is move off from Sony Michelle. And if they were to cut Sony Michelle, Ramondre could move into the number two back role, which would be phenomenal. Damian Harris, something could go wrong. I'm making bets and keeper leagues and late in drafts on Ramondre. I had been, I cooled. I'm back in after this performance. And I think a lot of other people will off of a 91 yarder Bubba. Yeah, that's big. It's also probably in the second half of a week one preseason game. So I I put a little bit of cold water on that just for a second, but Still, big league football move. You got to respect that. It wasn't like he was playing in some random soccer league and getting credit for it. So he's got that going for him. <laughs> I think it is good. I think they do need to move on from Sony Michelle. That's just me. The one caveat I'll mention is James White's going nowhere. Like he's more the passing back. I get it. Yeah, he's still going to be there. So you got that going. But I do like it in your deeper leagues, your dynasty leagues. It does does add some value because we know how New England likes to use their running backs. So if he gets a chance to have one of those roles, he will be very valuable. Yeah, and I had actually just took him. We we do this big like sixteen team IDP. It's ID. It's just full on, you know, with IDP and everything like that. And I just took Ramondre. We we have ten keepers in it, so ten keepers, sixteen teams. Think about that, and you keep by round. I just took Ramondre Stevenson like forty eight hours ago, in like the nineteenth or twentieth round. And it's just one of those things that feels good. Now, Sonny Michelle, interestingly enough, I he could be a guy that could ruin some stuff because I could see Sonny Michelle getting released because the Patriots want to, you know, move on or whatever. And he could go and he could be the Rams, you know, the quarterback or the running back that screws up Daryl Henderson a little bit. You know, the Rams pick him up because I I just don't see out of loyalty. There's loyalty there, but if Ramondre Stevenson is anything that this team believes he can be, 
you're not going to keep Sonny Michelle, Ramondre, Damian Harris, James White. They also have Taylor in there. I think Sonny Michelle is going to be off to the pasture soon. And uh, Ramondre has really vaulted at least some early value. Huge, huge game. Um, are you a Jacoby Myers or Nelson Aguilar guy? I'm a Jacoby Myers guy, uh, mainly because that, that's one of their boys. They drafted him, and I think they do still believe in him. So I'm going with uh, Jacoby Myers. I'm also with you on that. Uh, Aguilar wasn't involved, which doesn't mean anything here. Jacoby Myers did have two targets, one catch for 11 yards. Uh, Nikhil Harry, he had a sighting, one catch for four yards. In it. And Kendrick Bourne, who I think uh, you're a Bay Area guy. I'm a 49ers fan. Are you a 49ers fan? You're a Dolphins no, I'm fan. I'm a Miami Dolphins You're a Dolphin. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. You're a Dolphins fan. I'll root traitor. for the Niners because I have a bunch of friends that are Niners fans out here, but uh, I'm a Dolphins fan. If you watch the Niners, you know Kendrick Bourne is super underrated. He's a good slot receiver that can get open, score some touchdowns, and he was involved a little bit in this game. But I'm also with you. I'm a Jacoby Myers guy. Over on the Redskins side, uh, lots of different quarterbacks. Montez had a touchdown, 22 passes. You didn't see a lot of Fitzpatrick, 5 for 8 for 58 yards. Hinky was out there, 9 for 15 and 86. On the running back side, who the hell is this? Is this? It says, is this Peyton Barber? This Peyton is Peyton Barber. Barber. Yeah, 20. Peyton Barber's yep. still out there. Six for 20 with the score. Antonio Gibson had five carries early on, which is very interesting to see. Uh, Lamar Miller was in a little bit of action, obviously working him out. Uh, any takeaways on the running back side? Is, is this, well, Antonio Gibson, do you believe the big jump is going to happen Antonio Gibson, knowing J.D. McKissick is still on this team. I'm a big Antonio Gibson fan. It just depends on how much they still want to use McKissick, but I do think there will be a jump. I think he established that he can carry the workload. He can catch some balls out of the backfield, obviously, as we saw in Memphis in his college days. So I, I do think there's a jump. I'm not as like over the moon like a lot of people are moving him up their rankings tremendously, but I think he's a very, very quality running back, too, if you can get him in like round four or so, give or take. But I wouldn't be running up to get him any like round three, most likely where you're going to have to get him. But uh, if he can yeah. fall, I'd be very happy. A lot of ours is going in round two. That's where it's happening. I will say he also had a couple targets and a couple catches early on. I mean, I mean, what did he play like a two series? I mean, to get that much workload, he is going to get a ton. The only worry you might have is they could split workloads across uh, both players. JD McKissick is going to just get a lot of uh, receptions and a lot of targets in there. But Gibson, just in a small stint, Right off the bat, five carries for 15 yards and a couple catches. I mean, what is that? Seven touches in just a little bit of the game. Kind of eye-opening. It's good to see that this offense is going to need Antonio Gibson if they uh, if yeah. they pull through. Ter Terry McLaurin, two catches, 25 yards. Lane Thomas had a big catch for 24. Uh, Sims is out there. I kind of like, I always like uh, Sims. One for 18. Are you optimistic about the Washington football team this year, or do you think it's going to be another... Another lonely year for the team. As long as Fitzmagic's under center, I think it's what they brought him in for was to play under center as much as possible. This offense is going to be great because the one thing about him, he slings it no matter what. Four picks, doesn't matter. He's going to keep throwing it. He's going to force it to McLaurin. He, Sims will get more than you think, and he loves his tight ends. So I think there's a lot more value than people give credit to as long as Fitzmagic's down there. and they, they, he's, they, He gives them a better chance to win than Henneke does. I, I apologize, people. But Fitzmagic is going to be very, very entertaining in Washington. Maybe a concern for, do you think there's a concern for JD McKissick uh, lovers like myself? If, you know, if there's a lot of tight end and more deep ball, there's probably going to be more deep ball than this team has seen before. Um, is you think Fitzpatrick is going to be able to still get that 90, you know, 90 catch range for JD McKissick? 
Uh, 90 might be pushing it, but I think he'll still be fine because we saw him drop it off to Miles Gaston's quite a, quite a bit last year. So I, I wouldn't worry too much about it. If it's part of the game plan, they'll feed McKissick, so he'll be fine. We are going to go to break. When we come back. We are going to finish out this bad boy. We're going to finish out the show. It is Bubba and Welsh. Don't go anywhere. We're here on In This League. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. In this league. I thought we were going to be just friends. What? Friends listen to- In this league. In the dark. Final segment. I haven't done the final segment of the show for a long time. Final segment, hour three. Just Welsh and Bubba, just two good old friends. Just getting back, kicking Bob. We ripped, we ripped off the shirt. He kicked Bogman. He gave him the pedigree and he pushed him out the ring and we we did the wolf pack and that's how we did it, Bubba. Yes, we did it all. And uh, I have one question for you since we don't do this very often and I usually get to pester Bogman about his Steelers. I have a Niners question for you and I okay. think it's a fun one because all the hype between Jimmy G, Trey Lance. Are, are we getting Trey Lance to start the year? Are we getting Jimmy G? Because I really want to get some Trey Lance in my fantasy world. I do too, man. Uh, I still think Trey Lance is a great pick in like super flex and two quarterback leagues as your third quarterback, especially getting the time on a buy. I'll tell you, I'm truly torn. My gut tells me the day one starter is Jimmy Garoppolo and there's nothing that's going to change that regardless of what's going on. Shanahan at, if anything, he is uh relatively loyal and he has said Garoppolo is the guy. If he's healthy, I don't think there's any reason they come off of that, but I also don't think he's going to, be too stubborn to pull the trigger off of it. Garoppolo has accepted it. I think he's even going to accept a tutelage role, but I almost would guarantee that Jimmy Garoppolo is the day one starter, but I don't believe he finishes the season as a starter. I think that we, we laid this out. The 49ers kind of got like, they potentially could come out of like week five with an under 500 record. And that's going to get Garoppolo off of the True. starter role. True. I like that. I like that call. Cause his, his ability to run is going to be very intriguing. Like him and Fields, I'm growing more and more on me as draft season goes on. Well, Justin Fields is actually, I'm actually a little bit more comfortable taking him before Trey Lance. I think Trey Lance is the better quarterback, and I think he's the better long-term talent. If I were in a dynasty football, I'd want Trey Lance. But I think Fields has a better chance to go early, and he looks like a really good talent too. It's, it's not a bad quarterback class dude yeah definitely that's why uh you know break those cards and we've got uh we actually have this draft prism set that's all those guys you know and last year herbert and tua and burrow is a killer quarterback class that's what pays 
this time you got four of them. You got Mac and Trey and uh, Trevor Lawrence is obviously going to lead the way. So it's a very fun year in preseason week one in the books. Friends, thank you guys for listening, hanging out uh, for Bogman, who's on the road moving to Texas or Bubba hanging out with me in hour three. I am the Welsh in this league rolls on. We'll be back next week. You guys have a fantastic weekend. are true overwhelming power sauce of destiny yes the most legendary sauce has arrived as mcdonald's transforms into the anime world of wickdonald's the greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili wickdonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries and sprite ultra powerful unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at wickdonald's ba-da-ba-ba-ba go and participate in mcdonald's for a limited time while supplies last